Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Ches. We are up to Sif Yud, which is the very end of page Yudalid, about to turn on to page 28. The Mechaber says in Sif Yud, Im If a person puts on his talaskoton, his tzitzis, while his hands are not clean, before he washes his hands, Yilbashenu below bracha. He should put on his tzitzis without making a bracha, because his hands are not clean yet. And when he washes his hands, He should move around his tzitzis, and then he should make the bracha on it. Or if he wears another talus afterwards, like we do, we put on our talus gadol in shul, you make a bracha on the talus gadol, and you should have kavana to patter your tzitzis as well. And in that case, when you make a bracha on the talus gadol, to patter the talus katan, you would not need to be mamashmish in the original beggar that you wore, the original tzitzis, just the putting on of the talus gadol is enough. So to summarize what the Mechaber says over here, is if a person puts on his tzitzis when his hands are not clean, he can't make the bracha, put it on, and either after you wash your hands, move the tzitzis around and make the bracha, or when you put on another talus or tzitzis, make the bracha on that one and have in mind to patter the first one that you put on without a bracha. So the Mishabura says, the Mishabura is on page 28, on the first Eitzah, that after you wash your hands, you'll move around the tzitzis and make the bracha. What that accomplishes by moving around the tzitzis is that makes it considered as if you're putting it on now, and therefore you can make a bracha. Even though we hold by all mitzvahs that you need to make a bracha immediately before you do the mitzvah mamish. Meaning, even though over here, every minute you wear tzitzis is a mitzvah, so before you move it around, it's really before you do in the mitzvah of wearing it that moment, but we hold you really should make the bracha before you put it on initially the first time. Here it's different because you're a person that's not fit. When your hands are dirty, you're not fit to make a bracha. Comparison is to a case where a ger goes to goes to the mikvah. He's about to become a, a yid. He can't make a bracha before he goes to the mikvah because he's not Jewish at that point. So here also, when your hands are dirty, you're not fit to make a bracha, and therefore you're not possible to get at the best eitzah, which is to make the bracha before you put on the tzitzis. Therefore, you have to go to plan B, which is make the bracha after you wash your hands and then move around the tzitzis. In note twenty nine, he points out. If one puts on tzitzis in a place where he can't make a bracha, so the Shal Shashuvah's Ur Litzion says, You should put it on in the Beis HaMerchatz, but you can't make a bracha there, so when you go out into a place where you can make a bracha, same thing, you should move the tzitzis around and make the bracha over there. So you see, it's not only if the gavra is lochazi, even the the same way the Mishabura says that if a person is not fit because his hands are dirty, he's not fit to make a bracha, so he does this Eitzah. The Ural adds on that it's so too if you're in a place where you can make a bracha, the Chisaron there is not in the person, it's in a place, the same thing, you'll put them on, you'll move the tzitzit around afterwards and make the bracha afterwards. Yes? I, I thought that um, if, uh, if a non-Jew makes a bracha, the Shem Shamaim, and that includes a girl, you, you're allowed, not even you have, you have to say Amen. I don't know. Not, I don't know. Okay. Says the Mishabura, Sivkat al-Khavdalad. 
the Echavim Liftor, and when you, the second Eitzah, the, the, the Mechaber said was, either you make the Bracha after you have it on and move around the Tzitzis, or you wear another pair of Tzitzis or another Talus, and you have Kavana Tapatu, the first Tzitzis. Says the Mishabura, Vahochi Nog Bizmanenu, and that is the Minog in our times, Levarech al Talus Gadol, Viachavim Liftor Bezer Talus Gotam. That is, that is what we do. We put on the Talus Gadol in Shul, we make the Bracha of this Ate Patsitsis, and we have Kavana to Pater, the Talus Gotam that we put on earlier. If you look right away at note 30, see a very interesting thing, a very big leniency. Let's say a person is afraid that he may forget to have kavana when he puts on his talus and shul to pater his tzitzis that he put on in the morning. So the Eishel Avram writes, You can make one uh, announcement. You can reveal your mind one time in your life and cover the rest of your life. You know, the day after your chasana, you have in mind, I'm making the bracha on my talus gadol, having in mind the pater, my talus cotton, and I want this kavana to be in place for the rest of my life. That's okay, he says. This is going to be my unspoken intention, unthought of intention for the rest of my life that my talus gadol is always going to pater my talus cotton and that's going to be enough. A very big kula. Similarly, we find a different topic. In terms of oil that's left over from the Ner Chanukah, a person is knowing many times to blow out the candles after they lasted the proper amount, the half hour that they need to last. A person doesn't have to each time have kavana that he's not designating all the extra oil. Since a person one time had kavana that he's only designating the amount of oil that will last a half an hour, that's good enough for every time he has extra oil there and he's going to blow it out. He doesn't have to the kavana each time. The same idea that you make one kavana one time and it lasts for all the other times. And then he writes in, in the end of note 30, One who says before he puts on his talus and shul, the Ben Yishchai writes, it's good to add into the Nusach that you say, It's good to add that in to the L'Shem that I have Kavana to Pater with this Bracha, the Talas Katan that I'm wearing. That would be the best thing to do. But continues the Mishabura and Katan Chavdalan in the second line, the fact that our Minog is to make a Bracha on the Talas Gadol and Shul and a Pater is the Talas Katan in the morning that we did not make a Bracha on, this Eitzah is better than doing what other people are nohek. That they make a bracha on their tzitzis in the morning. And then immediately afterwards they make another bracha on the talas gadol. So it's better not to make a bracha on your talas katan. Make a bracha on your talas gadol. Have in mind to pat to your talas katan. Rather than make a bracha on this and then make a bracha on that right afterwards. Why? Because if you're making them too close together, it's a bracha shein etzricha. You don't need two brachos. The first bracha possibly could cover the, the second pair of tzitzes as well. And, and furthermore, Even if you'll say there was a long break between putting on the tzitzes in the morning and putting on the talas in shul, still it's better not to make a bracha on the talas katan. Because sometimes our tzitzes are not fit for a bracha. They ain't pasuach rubo. If you have a, the undershirt type of tzitzis and it's not cut the majority of the way up, you can't make a bracha on such a pair of tzitzis. 
Odu katan me'ashir ha'mavur l'kamon mislimin tazayin, or it's too small, it's not the proper shear, like we're going to see later in tazayin, and in simin tazayin. Odu yashin ba'balayla, or you slept in it at night, which we're going to see also, k'lakamon b'sif tazayin m'mishavura. So you have all these reasons why you possibly won't be able to make a brach on a talus katan, therefore it's better not to get involved. Even if you don't have the issue of them being so close together and one is covered by the other, even if they're quite a time apart, you still have these other concerns that maybe you shouldn't be making a brach on a talus katan, therefore the eighth is to do what we're knowing, and that is not to make a brach on the tzitzis, but rather to only make a bracha on the talus gadol and to patter up the talus katan that you put on previously. If you look at note 31, he points out, according to these reasons that we just said, the different concerns we have for a talus katan, it might not be the right size, it might not be open enough, we rely on these concerns also in the days of Slichos, where we put on the tzitzis, even though there's a long break. Even though there's a long break between the putting on of the talus katan and the putting on the talus gadol, because we have the Slichos in between, assuming you don't put your talus on before Slichos. So in that case, we rely on these concerns of the talus katan, again, not to make a bracha on the talus katan, rather only on the talus gadol, and to have in mind to patter the talus katan as well. Says the Mechaber Vaiter in Sif Yud Aleph, Iker mitzvah's talus katan show al begadov. The Iker mitzvah of a pair of tzitzis is to wear them over your garments. Kidei shetamid yirehu v'yizkar ha-mitzvos. And the reason is, in order that you should constantly see them and remember the mitzvos. And therefore the Mechaber Paskins, that one should wear his tzitzis over his over his shirt. The Mishabura says, in Sefkaton Chavhei, Al Begadov, Ubaksavim Isa, in the Ksavim of the Arizal it says, the Talaskaton Tachas Begadov, that a person should wear his tzitzis under his clothes, which is what we do. The Kosav Amogin Avram, the Alkoponim Tzarech Sheyu Hat Tzitzis Mibachutz, even though it's brought down like we just said to wear the tzitzis under your, your garment, but still, your tzitzis should be on the outside. And you should not do like those who tuck it into the corners. And in note 33, he explains that when it says tucking it into the corners, it does not mean tucking it into the pants. As we'll see very shortly, tucking into the pants has other problems. It's a problem tucking into the pants and having the tzitzis touch your body. We're talking about over here where there's a little pocket in the beged of your tzitzis and you're sticking the strings in there. Even that he's saying you shouldn't do. You should wear your strings of the tzitzis out. Even though the garment is underneath, the tzitzis should be out, not stuck into the little pocket over there. If you look at note 33, he clarifies this. That which the Mishavura says you shouldn't be sticking it into the corners. It's not referring to the people who stick their tits into their pants. On them, we're going to say very shortly, They are ones who disgrace the mitzvahs of Hashem. And they're going to be punished because of that. Very serious terms the Mishavura brings for those who tuck their tits into their pants. And it touches against their bodies. Elo kavanoso, rather, the intention of the Mishavur here is, le'elu ha-matznien tzitzioseyem besoch ha-knaf. They're ones who stick their tzitzis, they hide their tzitzis inside the corner. She'osin ke'en kiss. They make like a little pocket in the beged to stick their tzitzis in so that they don't have to be outside. Kamoshakosav lo'kamon, like we're going to see later on, she'elu ha-hochem en-anochem, it's the next line in the Mishaburah, those who walk amongst the goyim, lo'yasimu ha-tzitzios b'mechnasayim, they shouldn't put the tzitzis into their pants, 
They should rather put it into the corner. So they should stick it in, but not into their pants, rather into the corner of their begging, where they have a little kiss, a little pocket, where they could store their tits over there. And we see a lot of other things as well, and a base akvaros that we'll get to later. So... Back to the Mishabura, let's just finish this Mishabura. So the Mishabura says that even though the Ksavim says you should wear the tzitzis under your garment, but the, the, gar, the beged of the tzitzis should be under the garment, but the tzitzis themselves, the strings, should be hanging out, not like those who stick it into the little pocket that they make on the beged of the tzitzis. But those who are walking amongst the, the, the Nachrim, the Gayim, so then it's okay to put it into these pockets. But from the time that you make the bracha, they should at least be out for the time it takes to walk for Amos, which is not very long, but at least when you make the bracha, they should be out for a little bit. Yes? So the, the prime is, um, that's a pretty harsh um, language. Yes, so we're going to see it in a moment. The prime is that having the tits inside the pants, or the prime is because of having it inside, inside the pants, touching the body? Because let's say you use uh, long underwear. Right, that's an excellent question. Well, let's see how the Mishavura says it. It's an excellent question. There are two problems sticking into the pants. One is hiding the tzitzis, right. which if you're amongst the goyim is okay. But then there's problem two, is that when you're putting it into the pants as opposed to the pocket, you're being mevaz in the mitzvah by having it touch your legs. So if a person was going to the, with the goyim and he had some kind of longer underwear on, like you're saying, and the tzitzis won't touch his, touch his body, and he's going amongst the goyim, so that would be fine. Yeah, the putting it in the pocket, in, in little... In little Right, that's right. It was the same thing. No, because he's talking about if, if it's going into your pants and it's touching against your, your, your body where you sweat, that's the bizui to the mitzvah. But if it's not going to touch your skin, lechara will be the same thing. Yeah, we'll see right now. The Mishabura says, and Sifkatan Chavav, again, we said in the Machabe, the Iker Mitzvah is to wear it over your garments, which we just said that Arminag is not to, in order that you should constantly see it and remember the Mitzvah. Says the Mishabura, Sifkatan Chavav, Kemadik Sivu, Reisem Oso Uzacharkem, like the Pasuk says, you should see the Tzitzis and you should remember the Mitzvahs. Vaosan Hanoshim Hamesimen Atzitzis Bamechnasayim Shalahem. Here it is. Those people who put their tzitzis inside their pants, not only are they turning their eyes away from the positive that says you should see the tzitzis and you should remember the mitzvahs, but not only that, they're also disgracing the mitzvah of Hashem. And they are going to be judged for this in the future. Very strong terms. And that which they give the excuse and they say they're doing it because they're walking amongst the Goyim. According to that, it will be enough to put it inside the little pocket. And if a person would have some kind of present that he got from a human king that had engraved on it the name of the king, how, how much would a person show it off and 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 try to try to publicize it in front of people. Kalvachomer betzitzis. Certainly, when it comes to tzitzis, shemirames al shem melech malchei amochim akadosh baruch hu, which is hinting to the name of akadosh baruch hu, the King of Kings. Like we'll see later on in Simach of Dalit Sefei, kama mischabed haadam anosei shmolav. How much honor it gives to a person who's carrying Hashem's name on him by wearing the tzitzis. V'amru chazal and chazal tell us. One who is careful about the midst of tzitzis, he zocha to see the pnei ashchina. Umashmum in aksuvim, the hayehudim she yesharu le'es kates, 
Yiu mitzuyonim b'mitzvazu. It's mashah from the Ksuvim that the Jews that will remain at the end of time, they will be known and recognizable through this mitzvah. Kamadik Siv, like the Pasuk says, Ubo asara anoshim mikol v'shonos ha-goyim, that ten people will come from all the languages of the goyim, v'achziku b'knaf ishihudi, and they'll grab on to the corner of the Jews. V'omru chazal al-zen, chazal say on this, kol ha-zoyer b'mitzvah tzitzis, anyone who is careful by the mitzvah of tzitzis, He's going to be served by 2,800 servants. Where do you get 2,800 servants? So I saw a very nice shot because it says over here in the Pasuk that 10 people are going to come Mikol Lashonos Hagoyim. We know there are, there are Shivim Lashonos. So there are 70 nations. So there are 10 people from each Lashon. So 70 times 10 is 700. So 700 people are going to come grab onto each corner. There are four corners. 700 times 4 is 2,800. Therefore, Chazal say, anyone who is in the midst of Tzitzis will be Zohar to be served by 2,800 servants. So we're going to see that soon. It's an excellent question. Isn't it interesting that he's giving all that over a mitzvah is somehow optional? Meaning, if you don't wear a corner garment... Correct. Minatora, if you now wear a corner garment, you're putter. Yes. Yes. Zakti Mechaber Vaita. It's a very good point. So, Tzitzis is a... Strong, harsh language for something... Yes, masculine. Yes. Okay, let's go weiter in Sif Yudbeis. Sif Yudbeis says, and Shami, we'll get the question you asked about, he asked, we're talking about the tzitzis touching the body, that that's a bizayon, what about if the garment touches the body? So most people wear the tzitzis over an undershirt, but A, we discussed already before, undershirt tzitzis, that they make undershirt into tzitzis, or some people stand where the tzitzis against the, against the group, we'll, we'll see that discussed also. Says the Mechaber in Sif Yudbeis, unless it was over here. No 32. No 32? Oh, so I passed it. Okay, so let's read note 32. I didn't, I didn't do it. I, I knew it was discussed, but I, I didn't, I didn't mark it off to read it. So, if you look at note 32, this is where we said that the Ksavim brings down the Talaskotan should be under your garments. Our minog is to wear, like we mentioned before, the Talaskotan under our garments. That the minig of the chazanish, I believe what this means is he would wear the tzitzis on the, the undergarment. The ksonis is the garment that's closest to your body, that he would wear the tzitzis on that, on that garment. But look what he writes further. Exactly what Shlaimi just asked. What about wearing the talaskotan on your body, touching, touching your flesh, without an undershirt underneath it? So Kosov Bishal and Shuva Siach Yitzok Shein Roi Lilbosh Beget Shal Mitzvah Al Guf Arum. It's not appropriate to wear a garment which is housing a, a mitzvah, which is housing the tits attached to it, on a person's naked body directly on the guf. It's a disgrace that all the sweat of your body is going into your begat shal mitzvah, and therefore he says it's inappropriate to be wearing the tzitzis directly on one's body. I, the ariza, the kavanos that we just said, that you should wear it under your garments, kavanoso me'al l'ksonos. What he meant is like we do. You wear an undershirt, then you wear the tzitzis, and then you wear your outer garment on top of it. He didn't mean that you put it against your guf. 
It shouldn't be like a garment that's made to accept the sweat, which is part of him tzitzis to sign b'tzarchin. So you see clearly the postkim are not excited about wearing the garment against your body either. Let's go weiter in Sif Yud Beis. The Mechaber says that you should wear it outside, out, over all your clothing. We're going with the Ariza, which the Mishabur brought down, that says that you should wear it underneath it. There is a sheet to wear it outside all your clothing, which we mentioned before. Uh, is that and is saying in the summertime, <coughs> shirt or no shirt, I'm, wearing, I'm still schwitzing. Okay, but you can only. No, but I'm saying is that now because it's getting sweat now. Do you, have to be you, can, you can only do what you can do. The question is, is that a, is that a reason why one should betafka take off his tzitzis when he's playing basketball so they shouldn't get sweaty even if he has under shirt underneath? I, I don't know. Some people, I mean, I remember in camp, some people say that one of the, the paisik said. So you betafka should. Should. Who was the posek? <laughs> okay, fine. Right there. Yeah, I mean, this, it, this, is, uh, this is around 15 years ago. I don't want to... Okay, fine. Okay, halacha <laughs> yadbeis. Like we discussed last night, some people, like we know one famous case of a Scheinberg Zatzal who wore many tzitzis, but anyone who's going to wear many four-cornered garments, so the Mechaber says, if so a person has many, many, two or more four-cornered garments, kulam chayovim betzitzis, they're all chayav and tzitzis. The imlevasham kulam below hefsek. If a person put them on one after another without any break in time, v'hoyadaitu mitchila kulam. And he had in mind when he made his bracha, he's going to put on six pair of tzitzis, and he puts them on one, two, three, four, five, six. Lo yivarich elabrach achas. That makes sense. He'll make one bracha. So two criteria. One is that he's not having any break between putting them on. There's no hefsek. And two, he had in mind that he'll make one bracha. Will cover all the pairs of tzitzis that he will put on. However, the imafik beinayim, but if he does have a break between putting them on, we'll have to see in the Mishnah what does that mean exactly? Tzoruch levarich al kol achas ve'echos. Then he'll have to make a bracha on each and every one because there is a hefsek. Officially, that's where we end today, but we'll cheat and we'll finish the Mechaber. The Mechaber then says, V'hu adin im lohaya bedaitu mitchila akulam havi kemasik beinayim. So the Mechaber said you need two criteria to have one bracha. Number one is there's no break between them. And number two is that you had in mind. Then the Mechaber says, but if you did make a break, you have to make a bracha on each one. And who I didn't, if you didn't have a break, but you didn't have in mind to put on all of them, so then it's like taking a break and you have to make a bracha on each one. So if you don't have either one of the two criteria, the Mechaber says that you have to make a separate bracha on each pair or whatever's after the break or whatever wasn't in mind. You have to make a separate bracha on that pair. But let's see the Mishabur here, and we'll finish the Ramah and the end of the Mechaber tomorrow, Mitzvah The Mishabur says over here, in Sifkaton Chav Zayin, Kulam Chayov, and the first thing the, Mishibur, the Mechaber said was, if a person has many garments that are four corners, he has to put on tzitzis on all of them. Rotolomar Imlov Shom Kulam. That's not the Mishavura, meaning if he's going to wear all of them, they all have to have tzitzis on. However, if they're in the drawer, then he does not have to put tzitzis on the garment. The Because we hold tzitzis chovas gavra, that tzitzis is a chiv on a person. When it's on a person's body, then he's chayat to have tzitzis on the four-cornered garment. It's not a din in the, in the, in the garment, that a four-cornered garment needs tzitzis. It's a person who has a four-cornered garment on and he has to have tzitzis. So if you take them off at night and you'd like to untie them each night, so then that would be okay. You don't have to have tzitzis on the garment 
<coughs> when they're not on your body. Like we'll see more details about later on in Simon Yutes. But if you look at note 35, you see an interesting point from the Levush. And that is, The reason why every four-corner garment that you wear is chayv and titsis, maybe you would think only the first one is chayv. How do you know every single one? So the Levush says, it's from the Pasuk, it says, It says, Ubigdeim ulashen rabin. Bigdeim is a, is a plural language. Umash meshachayva gam al harbi begodim yachad. Okay, it's not so pashit. <coughs> that drush is not so pashit. Because you could say al bigdeim means everyone's one beged. If you have ten people, so everyone's chayv to put on bigdeim, right? Everyone has one beged. Together it's, it's everyone's bigdeim. But the Levush is understanding that bigdeim means even of one individual, all his bigdeim that have four corners is chayv. That's how the Levush learns out. Why you talk a chayv on every four corner garment that you're wearing? We said if you are mafsik between them, you need a brach on each one. This is talking about a long break between putting on the different garments, <coughs> which would include which which would include a hesachadas where your mind went off of it. But if it's only a very short time that you're taking a break between putting on the different garments of Tzitzis, the Mogan Avram and other Achronim say that if one did not speak, it's not considered Hesek B'dyeved. And therefore, even though you should put it on, chick chak one after the other, if you did pause a little bit, it's fine, and you would not have to make another brach on the other one. Even if the pause was much longer than Tokhle Dibur, we're not talking about a two-second pause, <coughs> even if it's a, I don't know, a two-minute pause, you also would not have to make another bracha, it would have to be a considerable time of a pause to require another bracha. That's all if a person did not speak. However, now the Mishavur says, V'imsoch b'neihem. However, if a person spoke between putting on different garments of tzitzis after the initial bracha, Imhaya hadibur l'tzarech levisha. If the speaking was nogeya to the putting on of the garment, Kegon sh'omar t'nuli beged lilbosh. Like you tell a person, please pass me your other pair of tzitzis that you're stepping on. Ukiagavno or something similar. Pshita de'ein tzarech l'asar levarech. There it's obvious that you would not have to go back and make another bracha. It would be 100% fine. That Seems to be very simple. But here's where we get into trouble. But if a person spoke not having to do with putting on the other garment, that's when we get into a machogos aposkim. We'll see the sheet of the machaber tomorrow. The Mechaber and other poskim seem to say that it is considered a hefsek even if a person just speaks a little bit and it would require another bracha. In note 39 it points out, We'll see tomorrow, it's even one word. So even one word not having to do with the mitzvah at hand would be considered a hefsek that would require a new bracha. Then he just points out the end of note 39 is Kedai to see, And to stop between the bracha and the Maisa Mitzvah, 
because of someone who came in that you want to speak to because of honor or because of fear, or la'anias amen or la'kadosh u'kadosh baruchu, any other davish u'kadosh you want to answer, because of la'kamon she'aser, all that is aser between the bracha and the mitzvah, va'afilu la'anos amen al-bracha zu atzma. Even to answer amen on this very bracha doesn't mean your own bracha, it means kegon she'shomea achem b'varucho. So you make a bracha al mitzvah tzitzis or l'sadeh b'tzitzis, and before you put on the tzitzis, you hear someone else making that bracha, you can't answer amen, you can't answer amen, you can't answer baruch, you can't answer anything. No hesek between the bracha and the beginning of the Baisa Mitzvah. But here the Mishaburah says there are the Mechaber and other poskim that say that if you speak even one word between the different garments, it would require a new bracha, the other garments, if the dibur of one word was not nogeya to the mitzvah at hand. Avo. However, yesh min achronim sheposkim, the arachron that paskin, the kevan the yesh sovrim bazed, the eitzach lachsor levarach. Since there are some poskim that say you don't have to make a bracha if you speak a little bit, that's not no get to the mitzvah. To have a kamosh asach suuda. It's like speaking in the middle of a suuda. As long as you made the hamotzi and you took the first bite, so the bracha is still going on the next bite. But if you speak there, you don't need another bracha. So to hear, since you made the bracha and you put on the first pair of tzitzis, that was already, the bracha was chal. So now they say it would be okay if you speak between the, the tzitzis, you would have to make another bracha. So mutav, so it's a big machlokas, I post him, and therefore, mutav shelo lahachnes besafek bracha. Therefore, it's better not to get involved in this safek bracha if you do speak, not no get to the mitzvah, between putting on the different pairs of tzitzis. The chain hiskama primagodim, and so too passings of primagodim. Lochain, I'm on page tezvav, top line in the mishabura. Lochain Therefore, a person has to be careful not to speak between putting on the different pairs of tzitzis. The imdiber, and if he does speak, ein choser umavarich. Savik brachas lakula. If he does speak, he would not go back and make another bracha. We would rely on the posting that say it's like speaking in the middle of a suda, and he would not need another bracha. The kol shekain sheyizar shlo lahafsek hefsek gadol. Certainly, a person should be careful not to make a big pause between the different pairs of tzitzis. The Asr Ligrom Bracha Shaina Tricha. It's Asr to cause a Bracha Shaina Tricha. Because if you could patter both pairs of tzitzis with one Bracha, and now you're pausing a certain amount of time that requires another Bracha, that would be causing a Bracha Shaina Tricha. And that is something that is Asr to do, like we'll see later on in Simon. Reish Tesvav. We'll stop over here and continue with Hashem tomorrow. You have been listening to a Shir from ShasIlluminated.org. For other Shirim on many topics, or to hear an Eon Shir on any Dauphin Shas, including Mara Makaimas on each Shir, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.